Listen, I'm looking for a made-for-TV movie from the 70s starring John Travolta. The boy in the plastic bubble. That's my 19th made-for-TV movie of all time. It's my 19th also. Wow. Yeah. All around me. Plastic. A bubble for me. To be. Germ-free. Hi, I'm Shaky, and these are my tales of times forgotten. This is Shaky Subject Matter. Alright everybody, SHKE Radio coming to you live from Studio 306 in Palo, Illinois is on the air. I'm Shaky along with my co-host Fez Barlow, currently broadcasting from a hermetically sealed room due to the big outbreak we're having in America right now, which I hope will be over with soon. So in honor of everybody being stuck in place in quarantine, I decided to take a look at a very special ABC movie of the week. The best movies on television are on ABC. John Travolta. My son's not a freak! He'll have to remain in his protected environment. Starring in his first movie for television, a love story for our time. Tina, what'd you run away for? Come back. And forever. I just want to be like a man. When are you supposed to get out? The Boy in the Plastic Bubble. The Boy in the Plastic Bubble was a docudrama that aired on November 12, 1976 on ABC. I was five. Yeah, I was five. And I remember walking around the neighborhood and people talking about the boy in the plastic bubble. So I tuned in to see it. I was not equipped at five years old to understand anything that was going on in this movie. And I'm still not equipped at 49 years old to understand anything that's going on in this movie. This movie is a dumpster fire. Uh, I believe... It was made because they had John Travolta and Welcome Back, Cotter, and he was getting ready to be in a couple of films. So they jumped on a chance to get him into something. And boy, did they get him into something. Let's uh, play a clip after he's a little bit older. Earlier in the film, the girl from next door would be the only one that ever came to his birthday parties. So now we're jumping into where he's 16 years old and... The kids are outside on the dock smoking cigarettes, and here's where we start. He's always watching television, you know? Never comes out of his room. Do we have any friends? Mm-mm. Just old people. Like friends of his parents. Bunch of doctors that come over. And some minister or something comes over once in a while, but no kids or anything. Oh, he has this little pet germ-free mouse, too. Don't you ever wonder what it's like in there? I mean, to be all by yourself like that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But he's weird, you know? Like, I'm surprised he isn't looking at us right now. Every time I look up there, he's looking right at me. That's Gina talking about Todd. The one friend that's gone to every birthday party he's had since he was a kid and knows that he's in a bubble chamber because he has little immunities and can't get out. We're going to get back to Gina in a minute. But 
the movie moves on a little bit, and Todd's talking with his doctor and the famed moonwalker, not Michael Jackson, Buzz Aldrin stops by the house to visit Todd and talk to him about a couple of things. And uh, the doctor suggests that he gets out of the, the room and tries some therapies. But Todd's scared because he hasn't left the bubble. But then uh, his next birthday party is coming up and his parents, not his parents, Gina's parents, tell Gina to go over and invite him to a beach party on the 4th of July. And that's where we cut into now with lovely Gina.
Did you hear that New York accent he threw in there when he was yelling about going back to the hospital? All right. Yeah. So anyway, that's Gina. This is supposed to be a made-for-TV love story, and the Gina is the most manip- manipulative uh, woman that could enter into a man's life with the stuff that she does to him. She makes him uh, cheat or send her answers for papers. Uh, just she goes over there with her own emotional problems to lay on him about what's going on between them and blames him for it and just she's not a very nice person and I don't know if they tried to write it that that's the kind of things that people do but but man she's just a mean nasty character in this and Todd, he has no experience in the outside world, so he doesn't know what really is going on. But that's my little rant about Gina. So uh, the movie goes on. He goes, he goes to school, and he gets an orange uh, suit so that he can walk around and breathe clean air. And there's an orange suit, and they go to the football field, and they all smoke a joint except for him. And... Uh, then he runs out of air and rushes back to the thing, and it was all a joke uh, to get ten bucks out of a kid. And then Gina gets mad at him for that. And then it, it, I just can't stand this Gina character in this movie. And the uh, John Travolta version of Todd, he's up there doing dancing and stuff in the room, and he's full-grown man at this point, acting like he's fourteen or fifteen years old. This is, like I said, this movie's a dumpster fire, and there's really not any redeeming qualities about the 70s in there, because it all takes place in, like, three sets. The bubble, the hospital, and the lake. So, uh, I suggest, if you're gonna watch this movie, watch it with a grain of salt and make fun of everything in it, and don't try to watch it as a serious, dramatic film. So, here's one final clip where Todd sees Gina out there with her horse and feeling as though he's had enough time in life in the plastic bubble puts on a linen shirt and walks out of the bubble to meet up with Gina while she's grooming her horse here it is
So, Todd and Gina rode off into the sunset and left everybody at home crying, listening to Paul Williams because they sat through two hours of this dumpster fire. <sighs> this is a bad movie, guys. I think this could be possibly one of the worst movies I've ever watched in my life, especially now that I have a different perspective on it. I mean, I don't know if you were younger when it came out or not. Might have a different view of what you think about it but I just don't like it and so I sit back and look at this and said what okay so here's my take on why this movie got made they must have got wind that John Travolta was going to be in a film that was coming out called Carrie and they got a hold of PJ Souls who was also in Carrie amongst Halloween and Rock and Roll High School, Stripes, a whole bunch of other stuff coming in the future, just like John Travolta. But ABC had John Travolta and Welcome Back, Cotter. So they probably said, what can we do? And they wrote this script real fast and threw it together and made the movie probably in about a week, a week and a half from what it looks like to me. I'm no producer for Hollywood, but man, that's what it looked like. And I think that's why it got made. So, avoid this at all costs unless you have to see The Boy in the Plastic Bubble for what it is. A true tearjerker because you spent your time watching it, not because of what goes on in the film. And the true story of Todd isn't that happy either. So, with that, SHKE Radio is going to sign off during this quarantine thing. Fez, don't hit the hose. Fez. Ugh. Good night.